as of the time of this recording. Nuts.com issued a statement indicating they have reached out to Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene to gauge her interest in acting as their official spokeswoman. Ms. Greene has yet to respond to the offer. Reading's hard. Well, if you wanted honesty, you have come to the wrong place. Cunnilingus and cum dumpstery. Yes, that is <laughs> what we're at here. Ooh, I love it. It is not the cola, it is a cock. Cock cola. Time to whip it out and start cutting. The power of the mic compels you. Much like cock, I need one. And at this point, you can smell the Caucasian through your speakers. You're screaming at cream! I think I missed half of the references, but I understood the point. Dim-witted <sighs> thunderfuck. This is the Jewish laser beam... Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> this is the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. I'm Courtney. I yeah. would pay to see that band play live. <laughs> <laughs> Jewish space laser coming soon to a theater near you. Oh, man, that's a hell of a festival that we got lined up. Holy. I cannot believe that we just shirked off one fucking raving lunatic for another one, and this woman has most certainly jumped to the head cashew roll <laughs> in the bowl of fruits and nuts that we have called our government. It reminds me, I don't know why, I've been thinking about this bit a lot lately. It's when um, Will Ferrell played Harry Carey on SNL. He's like, what's your favorite planet? Mine's the sun. That's what that reminds me of. If you're a hot dog, would you eat yourself? <laughs> if the moon's actually made of cheese, would you eat it? Hell, I would. I'd even go back for seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> she is not getting the direct data downloads from the mothership, and it shows. That's a very polite way of saying it. Well, if the mothership is being impeded by that space laser. <laughs> it can't get within blast radius. <laughs> You got uh. me a freaking laser? <laughs> freaking cunts with freaking laser beams on their head. That's what we need, Georgia. <sighs> Her yeah. birthday gifts must be wild. <laughs> <sighs> well, I'm not going to ask the John question of how everybody is because oh. we don't have that much time this evening. I like that you come in and like you prefaced it by saying that you've just had a time and I was coming into this meeting and I was meeting. Oh, my God. <laughs> sure. Yep. I was coming onto the uh, the podcast and I was going to tell you guys that I had like the epitome of a perfect day for me uh, up until the recording of this podcast. And this this still includes like the day is still good. I mean, oh. I had to see Michael, but it, it's, yeah. it's better because Courtney's here to level it out. So that's fair. At, at, um, any day is a bad day when I look in the mirror. No, I mean, I fin <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's why I'm really uh, fortunate that you don't send selfies. <laughs> Phone breaks every time. <laughs> Michael has to use the black mirror, which is not racially insensitive. I am referring to a Netflix show. That's a good show. Well, the first two, three seasons. In case anybody attempts to clip that. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'll still get a clip. I don't want to spur on any cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> In other alarming news, 
Marilyn Manson surprises absolutely nobody by being himself the same person that he's been for 25 years, and no one could have seen this coming, (laughs) except for your parents, when they told you you couldn't listen to him anymore because he was sending a bad message, and he probably did sell that rib. Listen, the man simply placed his testicles on the head of a security guard at a show. How would that give us any clue as to the content of his character? (laughs) It's fair. The asterisk real quick that isn't like making fun of the victims at all. But <laughs> that being said, um, again, we're not going to make fun of the victims. But when I, I just think about when I, I don't remember the name of the album, but there's that, st- the new shit, is that the, the name of the song? Where basically the pre-chorus little new metal rap is something, something, six, 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 and don't forget the violence or nice. sex, 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 and don't forget the violence. I don't know. Um, I was engaged to somebody whose favorite artist of all time was Marilyn Manson. And, and they I don't dad. know that. And so, I mean, it's it's amazing the lengths to which I went to avoid Marilyn Manson in spite of the fact she loved him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, what are you going to do? That's a press F to pay respects there, right there. Just have to so who? many questions now. <laughs> Listen, she wanted the beautiful people, and she got me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I got that reference. It's a false bit of goods, unfortunately. Well, you get one a year, Michael. You get one a year. Oh, damn it, and I wasted on a Marilyn Manson one. (laughs) Shit. It's about right. I spilt spilt my come to this nonsense. (laughs) Hey, speaking of steeples. uh... Open the door and see all the people? (laughs) No, I was going to say, we've burned down any good churches lately, Michael, but uh, you've given that up. Nope. I quit. <laughs> New Year's resolution. I give up I give up smoking Christians for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> we have fun here. We, uh, we have fun. I'm just we trying to brace good. you for the fact that we're gonna have an incredibly insensitive topic uh that I'm gonna okay. hurl at y'all today, so I just I want you to be prepared. Well, well then let we're me We're already demonetized. This so... is what I need today. Bring it on. Let yeah. me get my good feelings out of the way then before oh, all the bad Please. ones come in. Yes. And Nobody Michael likes also Happy has. John. Get out of here. Oh, that's really, that's a Not really fair his point. wife likes Happy John. That's true. That is also a very, very fair point. <laughs> this is a happy um, free zone. We don't want Emperor Palpatine to start, you know, whipping the saber around at anybody. This you think that you're just speaking nonsense right now, but that actually ties into part of my day. Oh, okay, good. so I today felt like the first normal day off that I've had in a good long while, meaning like reminiscent of like pre-COVID times day <gasps> oh. day off, where I woke up and I had coffee and I read a book and I finished the book, which was Dark Tower. Started a new book just for a second, Dune. <gasps> And then I went into the office or into this office and I worked on music because I'm mixing that song uh, for Damn right now. And I finally got all the pieces for it. Um, and then I smoked a little bit of weed, which I don't <gasps> oh, I don't often do. Scandalous. Yeah. Okay. And then I watched the finale of Mandalorian season two, which is oh, am- just as amazing as everyone said it would be. And I think we shouldn't even talk about what happens in it because my main compliment in my head was that everyone in my life has done a really good job of not spoiling the fun for me on that show, and it's well worth going in completely blind and just enjoying it for what it is. It was Agreed. so good. Thank you. Um, and now, I guess, is the lowest part of my day, because, again, I have to see Michael. So well, it happens to the it's best It's the of low us. point of anyone's day. It's, it's I just fair. feel like I got a lot of things done 
that were fun things. There was no real adulting on this day. Nice. There's no no chores, no nothing. That's always well, a good thing, like, you know, to be able to do that once in a... Yeah, I feel, mm-hmm. feel fucking great. And also, Indulge. like, unless you're some of our friends, being stoned doesn't have to be a 24-7 thing. You can literally just, like, you can hit a blunt or smoke out of a, like, I, I bought this, like, tiny, like, adorable bubbler. Like, it's like a, I don't, whatever the fuck. <laughs> but oh, anyway, like, you can take one or two hits and you're high for, like, three hours and then... By the time you have to see your friends and actually form coherent sentences, you're you're back you're back down. That's also why I'm drinking coffee instead of a beer right now. But, <laughs> but uh, I I actually want to say let's table. Um, we're going to go off topic on the after dark for once. I think we need to have a dignified, like designated dark tower discussion Ooh. that we can actually book tube and go Ooh. crazy with. Ooh. Are we going to excuse Courtney or Courtney just being? No, a, she has to suffer. I don't think we're going to subject her if she doesn't wish to take part, but I just, I think we can actually just skip the pretense of saying that uh, Chuck's going to ruin another episode for us, and we can just talk about Stephen King. That was so rough. Man, I'm still trying to come down off of that from last week. It's it's like he's sitting in timeout this week for what he did. That's actually, you know what, we should say that. We should say he's I, in timeout. I am totally in favor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot that we were even rolling, and I said that didn't happen yet. All right, cool. Yep, yep. Uh, yep. Michael? I broke the seal. You, uh, you claim that you have got something that you wanted to read aloud to the oh. group before we actually begin the show proper. So I, I think I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but my, my first roommate, uh, to give a little context for the people that didn't listen to whatever episode that was, um, my first roommate and I kind of like got into a, a bit of a spat halfway through the semester, um, getting to the point where we divided our little dorm room sitcom style in half. Um, and to, uh, kind of start that off to, to preface that his father wrote me a, uh, a note that he left on my bed for when I came back from my class and I saw that there was duct tape on the floor to delineate what was mine and what was his. Jesus. Allow me to take a stab. Did he say that the Michael side of the room would represent Georgia? And that your roommate's side of the room would then represent Philadelphia. <laughs> the amount of hateful eight references on this show. I usually don't want to pop little bubbles in your, your mm-hmm. references, but I feel like the listeners deserve to know that if you're wondering whenever I, we play off those things, it's hateful eight. I think we've been quoting hateful mm-hmm. eight for like three months now. I'm I'm insidious with that film. I think I've I've seen it an obscene amount of times, and so it's it's not Netflix, difficult. Netflix made it infinitely easier with that extended oh, I cut, agree. where now they're episodic, so you can just choose the hour of the movie that you want and not feel guilty about jumping in and out. And if you want to avoid black dingus, then you know you have a greater opportunity to. Never did. I don't know why blanket, anyone though. would want to though. Black I agree dingus. wholeheartedly, especially Samuel Jackson dingus. Oh my oh. god. That changes everything. So beautiful. It's like a baby's <laughs> arm holding an apple. I was going for more of like an obsidian <laughs> obelisk of pleasure, but you know, let's just let's I, take it wherever we want. I don't get the references, but I think I understand the point. Um, Good. How's that puberty treating you? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you are you winning, son? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. You've disappointed Dad. Courtney, which means you've disappointed us. Oh. All right. Okay, so. 
to just kind of I'll just show it how it's kind of written. It's oh, uh, audio oh. medium. Yeah, it's they it's written in, it's written in Sharpie. I know I'm showing it for you guys. It's written in Sharpie, uh, except for one sentence, which I will mention uh, is written in like a felt tip pen. Ooh. But it says, uh, "Mike, I have many more years of being a prick than you. Since you object <laughs> to roommates, uh, right to some privacy." Roommate and I decided to divide the room equally. And then in the felt tip pen, he wrote, We truly wish we didn't have to do this. Please do not cross the yellow line except to get to your frig. Because they included my fridge, my mini fridge, as part of his. So they actually had a uh, like a kind of duct tape uh, next to the fridge that delineated <laughs> my part. So it was almost like uh, an enclave of, of, of country territory. Um it is certainly wow. not a good solution, but since you've chosen to continue playing games, we've chosen to play our own. Signs with his name and Were then you a phone fucking number. this guy? No. What spurred this? Because context is going to be very important as yeah, to why how you're are playing you a Border prick? Wars Season 3. I would have friends because it was my first Michael. dorm <laughs> away from... Friends. from you no, have no, friends? No, no, no. I, back then, this was did. a long time ago. I had friends. Um... I have yet to develop the anti-personality that I have now. Yes, I was still young and hopeful and full of life and spunk Gross. and all that other stuff, and I've spent both of those things. Oh, keep um, your spunk to yourself. Yeah. Spent both of those things, life and spunk. But yeah, this was my now. first... <laughs> daddy, that's not my daddy. Hashtag uh, not my spunk. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Spunky Brewster, let's go. Hashtag not my spunk. <laughs> Sorry, but... It was, my first, test. it was my <laughs> first. It was my first like punk rock pizza party. <laughs> there you go, Duan. It. it was my first like home away from home. It was my first like real place outside away from my parents, and so I liked having a couple of people over. You know, we play video games and stuff like that. Nothing crazy, no orgies or anything like that. Remember, it's me. I'm not cool. And we know you didn't smoke pot. Ex well, not except for that once. one time. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that was a parking garage. It's entirely different. Yeah, exactly. So apparently he didn't like the fact that there were people over. And it wasn't even like they were there at like 2 in the morning or anything like that. It would just be in the afternoon or something crazy like that. And this would be the guy that would wake up at 5 in the morning, go take a shower, and then come into from, from, the, from the bathroom into our dorm room just wearing a towel. Like, to change in there while I'm obviously there studying. So I'm like, oh, I, I don't want to see your junk. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, for you, not not for me. That's a hashtag not my spunk, I guess. Um, <laughs> not, not my spunk, not, that, not your junk. Yeah, not exactly. That attitude. Hashtag not my junk. So there was some sort of issues where we kind of were like, oh, you know, I don't like it when you have people over all the time. All right, that's fine. There's a lounge nearby. We'll just hang out there. And then eventually got to the point where he didn't want anyone, any of my friends over Ever. And so that's kind of like where this sort of story went where his he called his father, got his father involved. And then we actually had to mediate with the dorm like sort of authority where we had rules where you could only have at most two people in the room at any given time. And the other roommate could kick the other people out at any other time, at any time they say, and all this other stupid, it was a sitcom. I, when I saw. But like, how awful are your friends though? Not awful. I mean, they, he engaged they, uh, with them for like, not engaged, sorry. He would talk and hang out with them. He would hang out with us sometimes. You and that it, word. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, it, like the, the, so 
after I saw this note, the first thing I did was I measured out everything to the square, like, inch. And I argued, in the mediation, I argued that I needed more room because I had the doorway that led to the bathroom in my side of the room. Which meant that that was common ground. <laughs> so I deserved to get a little bit extra right next to the bunk bed ass, like the bunk bed thing that I used that was part of my room. Let me see if I can TLDR this. <laughs> Please. You both acted like petty children. And then petty children things happened as a result. Yes. The only defense <laughs> I would say is that he started the pettiness. And then I retaliated in kind because and I was... you fucked his like, dad as revenge, right? <laughs> I was going to say, uh, that, after that, that note... That comes later. Uh, did you write a respondent note to that individual beginning with, Well, daddy who's not my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, that is my spunk. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> If you, uh, there's a director named Ari Aster who's going to document our history in about 10 years. Can you redact uh, the names and phone number and can we get that up on the Instagram? Because it's hilarious. Yeah, 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 I can do that. Uh, just just remind me like later on tonight and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. No, just care about the podcast more. All right, fuck, I'll do it right now. <laughs> Shit, uh, okay, let me just uh, set it up and I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. Is that all it takes to motivate him? My God. Yeah, just talk shit. Just be petty. That's the only way that I'll Don't respond. tell me that, res- Michael. Nobody is more petty than me. Write a res- note in Sharpie <laughs> where you say that you've been a prick longer than I have. He responds to that really well. Um, and he also responds to... Uh, I forgot. I lost my train of thought because I'm just watching him lose his mind. Courtney, <laughs> didn't you say... Didn't you podcast Hush Something? Didn't you have beef oh, with Michael? Yeah, I'm gonna fight mm-hmm. Michael. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know what it is, and if it's not my fault, and if it is, it's society's fault. I so. just I don't understand the casting for the current fanfic read, and so I have beef with Michael now. We're not on speaking terms. I can explain that during the next reading because it's not as complicated as you think. All right, she does, does not seem I'm impressed sorry, did by Michael your logic. Say something? I didn't hear him. Oh, if you well. want an explanation, well, you just you gotta honesty. listen to me. <sighs> so on this, uh, <laughs> it's hard. I know. <laughs> on this edition of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. <laughs> oh man! All right, we're moving on. Uh, I uh, I want to first state that for those of you who are completely uh, uninitiated with the podcast, Leave this is now. not what we typically do. <laughs> But uh, our standard operating fare here on this glorious little pod is that we will typically dive into a random esoteric topic, and in the course of explaining it to one another, we will leaven in the occasional lie, and it is incumbent upon the co-hosts to separate the fact from fiction and, uh, you know, entertain ourselves and you, the audience, hopefully. That's the aspirational goal. We don't always do it, but as we've learned from the point system in Finding Lies, there are no winners because we all wind up losing amen yeah. reasonable enough yeah well i have to first start our uh start our, start our, start our <laughs> it's spreading let me rewind that hold on all right so i want to start off by saying i have to issue a heartfelt apology to john why because oh. i have cock teased you with the idea that i was going to be presenting a topic and I have to table it 
because something occurred over the course of last week, which I felt was so timely that I couldn't afford to pass it by. And I consulted with superfan Steven, Steven, who concurred with me that this was a much more pressing topic and needed to be addressed. So this evening, I even rather get anything now. <laughs> than, uh, you know, Tusk. Or hashtag when I think about you, I tusk myself. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be discussing the Marty Janetti murder mystery. I have Ooh. no idea what that is. I don't expect you to, and that is why we have this show, my friend. <laughs> What's Fair that point. I'm I'm going to point out initially, and John is going to appreciate this because it ties back a bit of damn history. Uh-oh. Uh, I have been someone who is a bit of a closeted professional wrestling fan and i have touted this for years and years uh and john to his credit at one point or maybe to mine had said you don't strike me as someone who's the typical fan of wrestling yeah you're intelligent yes well <laughs> um i will say soap opera it's not anything different than that come on now uh, yeah well, you gotta you gotta understand it from that perspective otherwise yeah it's only gay if so they this come. evening <laughs> Or uh, if, if they say no homo, then what, it's what fine. if I come though? <laughs> well, I then mean, it's it's doing its job. Then yeah, if you come, they come. We all come. Amen. Uh, so she, the... me, come comes. <laughs> Michael, stop it. Stop. Oh. Sensitivity starting again. Good. Courtney We're... doesn't want to make <clears throat> doesn't want to make it a thing. <laughs> oh, I will try. I will I'm come sorry. through this screen and I will turn this car around, Michael. <laughs> you will you, come, will come you, through you, the screen. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> There we go. She's gone. Okay. <laughs> She's just <All> right. like children. <laughs> so, for context, I feel it's important for me, since we've already had the WWE Hall of Fame as a topic, that I need to clarify something before we delve into this. And I'm doing this completely extempore, as they would say in Shakespeare, uh, because I feel like I owe it to all of you to be candid with this and not have written anything out. But when I was a kid, you enjoy wrestling because it's hyperbolic and you see these, you know, true to life sort of superhero figures that are grappling with one another. And I mean, they I was growing up on the Batman television show. So, I mean, zap and pow was something that was not happening in wrestling. So obviously it kind of ensnares you. I grew up in a very small town population about 2000. And so one of the few things I had available to me with, you know, the 13 channels that were on at the time and then the video store that I would go frequent was a wealth of professional wrestling videos because they made money. So I would watch these things routinely. So there is the nostalgia factor of old school wrestling. And yeah, some of the modern stuff I appreciate because I can, you know, look at the orchestration of events and, you know, see the skill that it takes in order to enact it and things like that. But by and large, when I hit my teens, I kind of got past the fact that I, you know, like wrestling, the act of wrestling, but the personalities that are involved in this industry and all of the random rigmarole that occurs because of them is something I find endlessly fascinating and will continue to. So most of the wrestling podcasts I listen to are people who are sort of stalwarts of the industry who are talking about the good old days when the ruse was on and the rubes were still paying money and no one knew it was fake. 
So the ability to con people and manipulate emotions and some of the crazy bullshit people would get up to. For instance, uh, there was a gentleman who uh, had a Prince Albert and used to terrify people coming into the locker room by just taking a 10 penny nail and hammering his cock into the bench he was sitting on. You know, Tight. just nice. to amuse everybody. Yeah. Hot. So <laughs> I've seen John do that at the bar. It's not that impressive. He, it used to get him tips, but uh, not the tips he wanted. <laughs> the tip fell off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't fall off. shelf life. Yeah. So the reason that I bring all of this up and I use it is that I'm going to tell you a tale this evening that so eloquently illustrates the nonsense that I have been alluding to for years that maybe I can get somebody to turn the corner with me because you cannot make this shit up. So with that little preface aside, I'm going to tell you there are four lies contained in the course of this <laughs> and uh, quab speed because it's going to be fun. Ooh. Is everyone ready? Give it to I me. I think so. All right. My body is ready. You shouldn't say that. <laughs> Our sordid story begins in August of 2020 when professional wrestler Marty Jannetty, best known for his time in world wrestling entertainment as a member of the legendary tag team The Rockers with Shawn Michaels, confessed to committing murder when he was 13 years old in a rambling, incoherent, and bizarre Facebook post. Oh my god. Would you like to hear the Facebook post? Please. Yes. Uh, yeah. From Marty Jannetty. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to affect it. I will never be able to do his accent because he, the man is so drug-addled at this point, he will not actually be audible if I affect his real dialect. So. Can you have my I almost want to... Yeah. Damn it! I was going to suggest the same thing. <laughs> but... My argument against me reading it would be that you that can't read the list. Well, that <laughs> and the listener should be able to at least get into the shoes of the person that wrote the post. If I were to try and read it, no one would understand it, and it would defeat the purpose of reading it in the first place. Because they would All stop right. listening because you're talking. <sighs> yes, that is also true. Well, here comes the gold, kids. <clears throat> Bring it. I never told no one this, even my brother Gino, because Gino would have killed him and i didn't want my brother gone hell he'd only recently come home from vietnam i was 13 working at victory lanes bowling alley buying weed from a dude that worked there uh it is a euphemism for a bundle of twigs for those of you playing the home game and i will avoid that's actually that's all the context you whipping need. that in there appreciate uh, so, it buying weed from a boop that worked there, and he put his hands on me. He dragged me around to the back of the building. You already know what he was going to try to do. That was the very first time I made a man disappear. <laughs> I'm very badass. They Ooh. never found him. They should have looked in the Chattahoochee River, but Winnie, the girl in these pics, I likes you so damn much. Probably my favorite, but I promised myself way back then nobody would ever hurt me again. That includes you. I loved you, but you hurt me with your fucking Jamaican jealousy. You can go your own way. I don't need you. Is the Jamaican jealousy bullshit? Nope. 
Sorry, when you said go your own way, I was thinking of that. Uh, Max Kong. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he was too. Uh, professional wrestlers, by and large, do love to steal verbiage from classic rock songs. You will see this all ah. the time. They actually speak in it. So when they do promos or interviews, half of the time they've just stolen song lyrics and have used them to their own purposes. It's grand. So the so, drunk people that are watching that at like 3M are like, oh, I get that reference. Oh. oh, so so it caters to like people like me that you, you know. assume most of these people speak English, Michael. Come on. It caters to people like me. So <laughs> I weren't in never a, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So that is the initial post. The 60 year old wrestler alleges that he was targeted by a man when he was 13 years old who he believed was going to sexually assault him. At which point he killed the man and dumped his body in the Chattahoochee River, like you do, mm -hmm. uh, presumably in or near Columbus, Georgia. Great state that brings us the Jewish space laser craze. Uh, where Gennetti grew up. It is also where Victory Lanes, the bowling alley mentioned in the post, is located. Perhaps the most chilling detail is that Gennetti is using the story as a warning for his longtime girlfriend, Winnie, saying, I promised myself way back then no one would hurt me again, and that includes you. Gennetti also indicates that he killed more people over his life in that sentence by saying this was the very first time I made a man disappear, indicating there's likely more. Nice. Where there is smoke, there's fire. <laughs> The wrestler has a... Or dead bodies in the river. <laughs> I mean, you got to dredge the Chattahoochee, my friend. <laughs> uh, the gentleman has had numerous problematic posts in the past, including 2018, when Gennetti's account suggested he wanted to have sex with a woman he raised as a daughter, which he later said was posted by hackers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember the first days of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> 2018 oh, yeah uh -huh. somebody hacked my phone oh no <laughs> oh but i didn't mean to send that dick pic i was hacked <laughs> <laughs> please don't hack my dick um so uh Gennetti has also struggled with substance abuse issues throughout what? the course of his career no plot twist <laughs> No shit. Uh, and was recently involved in a lawsuit against WWE claiming he suffers from chronic traumatic encephalopathy as a result of wrestling without adequate protection during the 80s and 90s. Uh, the protection mean? he's referring to is probably the condom. Condoms are uh, expensive back then, yeah. Agreed. Uh, no, uh, CTE means that you have had frequent concussive uh, issues, and so it helps to build up... Um, like protein in your brain essentially and so oh, yeah you you start it's having wild tumors the football and... players die young it, yeah exactly yes. it's it's the same sort of thing that like yeah football players mm -hmm. yes yep so uh short sharp shocks to the brain and since you know most wrestlers are not protected or wearing any sort of protective headgear and are taking just straight shots to the head with a steel chair kind of gonna happen after a while i'm sure yeah i think that'd be about par for the course yeah yeah you know what are you gonna do so, local police indicated they intend to pass the details mentioned by Gennetti to their cold case division. <laughs> Not a bad idea. So, that is the initial entry. Okay. Skip forward a few months to September of 2020, when uh, we received an update. Gennetti went on to claim self-defense in the apparent death, which was somewhat alluded to initially, but... <laughs> wait, plot stiffens. Uh, saying he used a brick to fatally fend off a known 
my apologies that I used the word sans trigger warning, uh, and uh, I will avoid that uh, in the future. So, the evanescing star called into the Boston Wrestling Sports Show, where he was questioned about the bizarre Facebook post in which he suggested he killed a man and dumped the body in the Chattahoochee River uh, sometime around 1973. At first... The 60-year-old Gennetti tried to be careful about the language he used, but ultimately, he went on to describe an incident involving a male bowling alley employee who originally tried to do duties to him uh, in a car behind a building in Georgia. He was a front desk clerk, Gennetti said. He was known to sell, sell the weed. What I didn't know was he lured in little kids. Janetti claimed the yeah. man tried to grab his genitals, <laughs> so Marty tried to flee, only to be grabbed by the hair and physically restrained so that he could not escape. That's when Marty said he grabbed a brick and fought back. I can't say he deserved to die, but he deserved to get his ass beat. And when I was beating him in the head with the brick, I was only trying to beat his ass. I wasn't trying to kill him. Is that him in the head? You've missed the ass by quite some. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, is that is that line bullshit? The where nope. he says it? No, no. Is the brick this... bullshit? Nope. All right. <laughs> this is all directly from his statements. Um, I right. tried to beat his ass, but I ended up beating his head. You know, it I happens. mean, they're close enough. Yeah. yeah. I, and I mean, the gentleman was just trying to beat his ass in a different way. So I mean, you know, the circle goes. <laughs> circle gets the square. Oh no. Square peg doesn't fit into the round hole? We're not talking about Sam Jackson. Find out. Oh, okay. So, uh, Janetti suggests the man died, and that's when he tried to get rid of the body. Can you imagine dragging a guy? He's just tried to fuck you in the ass. Can you imagine dragging him to the river and throwing him in? And then finding out on the news the dude's missing? You know the dude, and you know more than that. That affected me bad, bro. Okay. I, I threw his limp body into the river, and then later on, they said that he was missing. Yep. Really messed me up there. I was like, whoa. I, just, I thought he would have surfaced. <laughs> I just want to know like, how big this kid was that he was able to drag a body to a river, and how far the river was from the bowling alley. If he was a wrestler, I mean... But this is he was 13. 13. Gross... Spurts, splurts, I almost said splurts. <laughs> Hashtag not my spurts. Not my spurts. Not my splurts. Um, splurts, don't gross it? spurts can happen before then. So, I mean, he could be, he could have been a beefy 13. Splurt, splurt happens? No, growth spurts. Splurt, splurts happen. <laughs> well, Sometimes when you mind your the... own business and all of a sudden splurt, splurt. Sometimes when I'm trying to make the cum cum, I splurt, splurt instead. You splurt on me, I'ma beat your ass. Should talk to a doctor if you're splurt splurting. You do and you'll clean it up. The splurt don't hurt. Usually do. Well, so to wrap this up in a beautiful little bow, (laughs) as we previously reported, the Columbus Police Department has already opened a probe into the apparent killing. In fact, a spokesperson from the Homicide Cold Case Division told us the first step will be seeing if we have any missing persons or uh, unidentified remains cases matching the limited information in the posts. Gennetti seemingly spelled everything out. It's now up to the cops to determine if he's telling the truth or not. 
Next, in December of 2020, an even more bizarre twist of the tale occurs. Oh no, I can't handle any more twists. Oh, my friend, this is going to get serpentine very quickly, so just He was brace. the brick. You'd think. Oh. Just wait for he, it. He so. bricked. Janetti returns to Facebook and claims the entire thing was a publicity stunt <laughs> for an unspecified wrestling promotion. Sounds about on brand. Yeah. Okay. Is, is he still in or has he retired? You said he was 60. Uh, he's, he's essentially mostly retired, but apparently, according to this claim, he was going to be wrestling for a wrestling company. Uh, non-specified. I, so. I have to ask, is that bullshit? Nope. I have a question. Go for it. Chattahoochee River? Really? Is that a real river? For real. Yes. Oh, right. you've never heard of the Chattahoochee? No. They songs about it, girl. Okay. In Name fact, five. Yes. Uh, well, I can give you the <laughs> lyrics of a specific. My brother used to play this when I was younger. I forget who it is. Um, what the is, hell? It's, like but a... yes, the, the lyrics are, When down yonder on the Chattahoochee, it gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. Oh. It, it's like an old, I, 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 I would almost call it like a kind of jazzy sort of vibe, but it's it's an older song, right? The river? Uh, no, no, yes, it is no, an older the, song, yes. <laughs> no, the river, the river is pretty old, right? They didn't make it like uh, last year, right? It's not Clint Black, but it feels right. So, uh, anywho, this is why I don't like country music, friends. Yeah. Anywho, so, uh, any other stabs before I proceed? Nope. I think there's going to be enough stabbing. It's no, it's not a enough brick. stabbing. Never <laughs> enough. Firstly, you can stab with a brick. Props. Uh, he's he's a brick, and I'm drowning slowly. So. And I'm a house. <laughs> Fuck off, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying. I'm sorry. I'm trying. You're a frog, I'll, Michael. I'll, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll stop. So, I'll be quiet the rest of the episode. Yeah. Good promises. Luck. Promises. Uh, so here is the uh, the new post. I did not murder that man. <laughs> Janetti posted on Facebook. Uh, he went on to explain how he'd received numerous calls and texts about the situation and that he was even pulled out of line by a TSA at the airport in Atlanta, Georgia. He also issued an apology to Winnie, the woman he openly threatened in the initial post, uh, and claimed that uh, she had just simply hurt him. <laughs> so here is the post. The post that hurts the most. First post. I did not murder that man. It was just the beginning of a damn wrestling storyline, but oh my god, OMG, didn't the world buy it. I never knew it could be that easy. I mean, Inside Edition, who I'm a fan of, even though they slant and favor Democrat. People Magazine, TMZ, Fox News, that fake-ass National Enquirer, and all major news outlets worldwide jumped on this story. It gets so hot I had to drop it. When my Columbus GA police department got involved, I knew I had to drop it. Or as my bruh Snoop Dogg says, drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot. That's Lord, a lie. Loves you, Snoopy. That is not a lie. <laughs> oh my God. That is in the fucking post. I don't want any of this to be a lie. I want it all to be true. <sighs> so. I even got pulled out of line at the Atlanta airport headed to Boston. My TSA security brothers mostly laughing and getting autographs and pics and kept saying, We sorry, yo. We have to. You're red flagged. You'll be fine, though. We got your back, brother. And they did. Thank y'all, my brothers. By the way, this man is as white as my fucking ass, all right? 
This is. Uh, <sighs> Oh, man. Just for context, since he's pulling this bullshit of loving Snoop Dogg and all his... Yeah, no. That makes a lot of sense. This guy's as white as a fucking cornfield in a snowstorm, okay? So just so that I'm not coloring things inappropriately here. I got calls, texts, messages from Germany, Japan, Australia, England, France, Scotland, Ireland, Africa, Israel, and one call from Canada. I was like... What WTF is happening right now? Holy shit. I didn't even give him cake yet. But I had to let it go. It got too hot. I mean, I wanted to call the good people at Columbus Police Department and tell them, nah, nah, don't waste no taxpayer money nor your valuable time. It was just a wrestling storyline. But my brother Gino said, hell no, lay low. Because they might want to take the newspapers. Very correct. That's why, along with my dad, he my hero, and my college wrestling coach, Coach Ron Stube. There's your three wise men. But it all comes down to this. Your boy MJND House still got it. The creator of the long-living, 28 years now, barbershop window scene just shook up the world again. And I wasn't even finished. As Mr. T said, I got a whole lot of mo. <laughs> yeah, lol. Y'all ain't even seen my two-piece extra crispy yet. Lol, you will. <laughs> But next to all that, I want to throw the most sincere, heartfelt apologies to my girl, Winnie, the one who got caught up in the trap and pictured in my original story. I never knew it would go worldwide, Miss Sweetness. They just caught me off, too. But Winnie is not a jealous. He's talking politics. Thank you. Uh, by the way, please, uh, holler, raise a hand if you want to, you know, interject here for, I, uh, for a lie or two. Just let I me know. I <laughs> was trying to wait until you were done reading it. But okay. I feel like when we first did the fanfic reads and we had My Immortal, like, through the worst of it, I, I, I feared that I wouldn't come out the other side with all of my brain cells intact. Mm-hmm. And I think I was really lucky. Like we really, really dodged a bullet with that fanfic. Cause for some reason there was some cohesion, but I feel like listening to this <laughs> post and what this man wrote, <laughs> I don't think that at the end of this episode, I'm going to think the same way. I think I'm. <laughs> yeah. You can see why I needed to push this up a little bit. <laughs> I, I can almost guarantee that I lost the plot probably halfway in there because I started tuning it out because I didn't feel like the words were stringing into co- like actual thought. My friend, I still have another two paragraphs of this shit, so <laughs> oh, buckle up. <laughs> my concern at this point is that I'm related to this person somehow on my dad's side, and that's just like deeply concerning. Well, let's cross our fingers and hope we all escape unscathed. Uh, all right. But Winnie's not a jealous evil woman. I needed that for the story. She the sweetest thing since my mother. Hot. <laughs> Just gonna let that, you know, okay. marinate for a moment for everybody. Okay. Now I am truly alone. <laughs> the girl works her ass off as an actress in Toronto. That's right, Toronto. Uh, but hit worldwide on that shit. I saw her, Winnie. I never meant to hurt you. I'm just stupid sometimes. <laughs> and I know she's just a stupid old horse, but I'm on a miss her. <laughs> you know, looking back, 
I should have done a few things differently. I should have called the CPD first and told them what was up. Should have told Winnie, but that ain't how I do it. Never have. You can ask around. Ask Gino. Ask my best friend, Curtis M. Burris, who actually took me to the airport the day of the sneak attack at Shawn Michaels from out in the audience and winning the IC championship. These aren't real fucking words. Oh, my God. I told him I had to go to some indie show in Vegas. Imagine his shock that night watching Monday Night Raw. Lol. I know this is a lot of shit that none of you understand, but there's going to be 12 professional wrestling fans who hear this and are just riotously laughing. As we are wont to say, I don't understand the references, but I believe I get the point. <laughs> Indeed. All right. I'm going to muscle through this uh, and uh, try to save all of your sanity as best I can. But that's how I do it. Maybe old school, but it works, don't it? When's the last time WWE, AEW, hell, any of them grabbed the worldwide news like that? Let me answer. Never. By the way, rest of the storyline was to be my best friend Darren Kelly, who really was a correction officer and great wrestler, but disgruntled as hell, so walked away from that job. He was to redeem himself by serving justice on me to earn back his stripes. But in a match stipulated with, if he wins, he takes me in, in peace. If I win, he leave me alone, in peace. But sadly, now... We'll not get to do that storyline. <laughs> Sadly. Again, sorry, Winnie. Never bent this shit to get crazy like this. You already know I got mad love for you. It's just this CTE acts up, and I don't think straight. Plus, I'm insane in the membrane. No. 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 Bullshit. He did not say he that. He said he's insane oh. in the membrane. Oh. Nice little flourish. I think he's a good chap. Yeah. I like yeah, him. No, it's fair. Uh, postscript. Oh, there's a PS? No, he did not or say this, PS. Or is this a comment? PS. Yes. Oh, oh, no. There's some truth in the original story. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's how you add on it, and it all seems true. Uh-huh. I was 13 buying weed from a gay man, and by the way, I loves my gay people. <laughs> I just don't float oh, my no. boat on that side of the river. Oh, no. Loves y'all, though. <laughs> so in his car in front of the bowling alley we both worked at, and because a couple of other, my other team friends went for the hustle, he'd pay them $40 to BJ them, he might have assumed I would, too. That's T-O-2, by the way. Uh, so in other worlds, a bag of weed for free. He subtly reached over and touched me down there, and I said, nah, nah, let's get back to work. We got out and went back to work and remained friends. He never touched my dick and balls again, so we was good. <laughs> Is the whole postscript bullshit? Nope. Wow. Not even a single sentence in there. How many there. have we missed so far? Well, that is a good question. Allow me to just give you a little suspense. All right. Uh, there have certainly been some wild storylines and matches throughout the history of professional wrestling. It's well documented that wrestlers will do almost anything not to break kayfabe or to them the, you know, distinction of reality versus what's being shown to the public. Uh, so it's not that far fetched that Gennetti made up this story and took to social media to trick fans into buying tickets. Still, the Columbus Police Department isn't necessarily convinced that this is a hoax, and it is continuing to investigate Gennetti's claims. Bringing us to 
Our most recent update from February 2nd, 2021. Oh, man, this just happened. Fuck. A post from Tiffany Thiessen at the Columbus Sentinel informs us that Janetti was officially arrested and jailed <laughs> after a violent encounter with law enforcement on Monday night. This is Monday of last week. Did they try to touch his dick? You think you've seen it all out here, said Rolf Mueller, one of the patrolmen who made the initial arrest. And then something like this happens. The department said Janetti rammed his SUV into a patrol vehicle during a traffic stop in Bibb City, Georgia. He then threw tire spikes to try to disable officers in pursuit, crashed into a tree, and fled on foot before a canine unit apprehended him in someone's yard. Janetti battered the dog, kicked deputies, and gave several false names to the officers. He was also discovered to have had several counterfeit license plates inside of his Ford Expedition, <laughs> deputies said. Amphetamine, dextroamphetamine, oh and a handheld police scanner were also found inside the Expedition, according I to the report. literally was going to say... Wait, 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 dextroamphetamine? Is mm -hmm. that bullshit? No. So he had, gonna... he had ADHD meds on him. Because I took <laughs> that shit. I know what that shit is. <laughs> oh. I was going to say that it sounds like meth because of if the it's time. It's close to meth. <laughs> because of. <laughs> it's legal, but it's close to meth. <laughs> because of like my time like listening to like Dr. Drew or whatever, like they would play him like Shane's favorite clip uh, that I've shown him the. How'd you get a job? You're there, you fuck face. That guy, he was on meth, and Dr. Drew was watching the clips and was calling it, being like, yeah, meth behavior is chasing police officers. Like, like people on meth, like, seek that shit out. So the moment that I heard that he crashed into the cruiser, I was like, it has to be meth. It has to be something involving meth. I absolutely know I'm related to this person at this point. Okay. This, this has to be distant relative. Well, wait. Just Keep your inbox, uh, like, stay peeled, yeah? Or stay yep. peeled? Stay tuned? Stay peeled. <laughs> stay anywhere. peeled. Stay peeled. Stay, stay key and peeled. Like a banana. Stay peeled. Yeah. Key and peel. So, uh, Marty was charged with aggravated battery on a law enforcement officer, aggravated falsely assault accused. on a law enforcement officer. You were saying? Oh, I said falsely accused. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Aggrav aggravated fleeing and eluding, which is pretty difficult to orchestrate. Because I kicked the dog? This is bullshit. No. Battery on a police canine is for kicking the dog, which was next uh, on the list. You're both pigs. <laughs> I think since he and uh, Miss uh, Green are both from Georgia, I'm starting to see the family resemblance there, too. Uh, he doesn't like them Democrats, neither. But... Mm. Uh, he was resisting with violence, no valid driver's license, unregistered motor vehicle, leaving the scene of a crash with property damage, shoot and throw deadly missile into an <laughs> occupied vehicle, <laughs> false name to a law enforcement officer, unlawful use of police scanner, counterfeit license plates, possession of a controlled substance, and possession of paraphernalia. Bond was set at $72,000. Hold up. I, I, I know you don't like... Putting a lie in the list, yes. but the the missile, 
the that was he threw the uh strips that were placed in oh. the road oh the spikes at the oh, car okay. yeah okay. he, he uh, threw the spikes at the car but i'm all thinking like he like whipped his dick out or something and they well, called that a deadly missile, missile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. unlicensed police scanner use uh, no, all of those things were uh, actual charges included okay wow learned a lot about our justice system I, I i don't understand how it's like hey man you can't scan other people's speeds only we can. That's the only thing I can think of, like police scanner. Uh huh. If anybody's gonna fuck my think, dad, wait, it's wait, be wait, me. Michael. What do you think a police scanner is? Yeah, is it? It's one of those is, barcode readers that they use to scan people's retinas, right? Isn't it a like a speedometer? It's supposed to. Or am I oh, thinking of the wrong Michael. thing? Am I thinking of the wrong thing? Okay, yes. that's fine. That's fine. All right, that's, that's fine. That's what I thought you were getting at. Okay. okay. So it's it's a scanner that it's connects to the police data. It, it scans radio oh. frequencies. Yeah. So it gets you access Man, to their I, communiques. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't do the whole ham radio searching them frequencies. Uh, you know, talking oh, to the truckers the at two a.m. Little bubba. It actually takes into account about like thirty five percent of our listenership because that's what they use to listen to their podcast, Michael. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not inclusive. I mean, I'll admit that. I'll, I'll put a <laughs> Facebook post out there, Michael. Sorry. You you need to make radio great again. Okay. <clears throat> The authorities said Janetti had been wanted by Columbus County officials after he escaped an interview room during questioning regarding his rambling, incoherent Is claims of murdering Bundy? a co-worker at a bowling alley in 1973. Nice. How the fuck did he do that? Did they explain how he escaped a... Well, he's a wrestler, okay. Michael. Janetti had been evading authorities for a little over two weeks before being pulled over for speeding at about 10 p.m. Monday and fleeing, deputies said. No potential victim had been identified in the murder case, however, making Janetti's conduct all the more puzzling to officials. (laughs) They'll never take me alive. We were simply in the process of conducting an initial interview with Mr. Janetti when he left the interrogation room, claiming he needed to relieve himself. Janetti apparently fled the station at a run and had been attempting to evade authorities ever since. Officers caught him in part by using spike strips to block off his escape routes and deflect his tire or deflate his tire, deflect his tires, deflate his tires. <laughs> of course, then he picked up those strips and threw them at the officers as they were chasing. That him. explains where he got the okay. All right, yes. the story's coming together now. But All where right. did the lighter fluid come from? <sighs> That's the question. Yeah. So uh, that. My good friends and listeners, is the full and sorted story of Mr. Marty Gennetti. <laughs> and uh, so this is happening as of last week. Uh, the man was taken into custody, and so we get to see what the actual outcome of the trial is at a future date. I was going to say, it definitely feels like there is a follow-up coming. Yeah, uh, on a future, future episode. That was fantastic, and, and I am desperate to know what you've managed to pull over. Okay. Uh, I don't want there to be any lies. It's such a good story. <laughs> well, it is. Don't let the yeah. <laughs> well, uh, any other additional stabs? Uh, I knew this whole. Like I said, these things are so ludicrous, and this is. I mean, professional wrestling as a whole involves characters like this. There are myriad stories out there in the Wicked City, my friends, and I guarantee you, I've heard a lot of them. So, if this goes over with popularity, I'm sure I can leaven in a few more from time to time. Please. Michael seems like he's pondering something, I, and no, Courtney looks no. like she's coming up with stuff, so I, I don't want to... I'm happy to go over things again if necessary, if you have any other questions. We're, if it looks like I'm thinking, it's 
I'm not. It's it's just it's empty signals in my brain. It's just my face. Yes. Were pictures of Winnie actually included in the first post? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Is this all real? Did he apologize for this? For that? For Winnie? He did in the uh, third post, or uh, the Facebook okay. post, he did apologize to her because, again, his CTE just kicks in, remember? It makes him crazy. I feel like him He's using insane in the membrane. CTE is like a stretch, but the quote from, um, oh, shoot. Oh, shoot? God damn it. I Snoop Dogg? No. <laughs> um, why can't I remember now? There was another person that you mentioned that there was a... A quote from or something uh i had quotes from the police officer the patrolman that made the initial arrest and oh mr then... t oh no the mr t quote is true <sighs> okay i got one and then i'm good okay did he actually in his second post is the first sentence or second sentence of the postscript talk about how you know he accepts other people for who they uh-huh. are, but he just He's, doesn't, you know. He, he loves his gaze. His boat just doesn't float on that side of the river. Yeah, that's a real quote. That's a real quote. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Well, then, All right. yeah, I'm good. Respect, I'm good. Respect, I guess, partially. Um, I didn't want to when Courtney asked me. So I'm just going to throw this out. When she asked if I what the number was, there was not a single lie in the episode up to that point. <sighs> So, oh, son of a bitch. Shit. Everything up until February 2nd, 2021 no! was true. <laughs> I shit you God not. God damn it. Damn. Well done. Now, from February 2nd of 2021, most of these things are factual. They just involve a gentleman who was embezzling money in Florida, not Marty Janetti. So, he has not been arrested, he has not been charged, and as far as I'm aware, they haven't taken him into custody. So there will not be a follow-up yet. Or, uh, no. or well there will be done, an amazing Shane. follow-up. Here's there will hoping. be a plot twist follow-up. This is me hoping that they will actually pull him in on something. But <laughs> So um, as far as I structured this, these are the four lies as I detailed okay. them because I wanted to make sure that I enumerated in case you caught one. Fair. Uh, technically, I'll give Michael half credit, um, but the way you phrased the question did not lead to me elucidating the rest oh, of the bitch. lies. So fair enough. No, nope. uh, the That's first fair. one, the uh, post from uh, Columbus Sentinel. Uh, I just found the name of the Georgia newspaper in closest proximity and attributed it to Tiffany Thiessen, who, for those playing the home games, is an actress from Saved by the Bell and Beverly Hills 90210. I almost said something. I was, I was like, wait a I minute. I saw you recognize mm. it, too. So that's why I was like, here is it. Is it coming? God damn it. Yep. So uh, Tiffany Thiessen did not write a story about this. Uh, so that's uh, lie number one is that there was a new story about this at all. The quote, you uh, think you've seen it all out here and then something like this happens from Rolf Mueller. That was regarding the discovery of Jeffrey Dahmer's home and its initial exploration. So Rolf Mueller was a police officer, just not in regarding this case. The third lie is uh, Gennetti, of course, ramming his SUV into a patrol vehicle. Okay. This didn't happen. This was a gentleman who was apprehended in Florida. Damn. Fuck. 
And so all of the drug paraphernalia found in the car was actually found in the car of the gentleman from Florida. So the <laughs> amphetamine and the uh, Michael medicine uh, and the handheld police scanner were all there. Michael makes a lot more sense to me now. Yeah. Past medicine. Sense. I don't I don't take stimulants anymore for I'm sure for there's ADHD. some lingering lingering side effects going on there, bud. Oh, well, yeah, of course. You're not supposed to mix those with alcohol. And I, oh, I did done. that plenty of times. Yeah, well, Michael, yeah. if you Just ever tell ya. your uh, girlfriend that her jealous Jamaican ways are ruining your relationship i'm calling the cops on you i think i might tell her that between this and the disinformed after dark okay uh so yes and all the other accoutrement of him assaulting uh the cops and everything is all kind of in the initial traffic stop and then the fourth lie is them indicating that they had taken him in for questioning and that he escaped by claiming he needed to pee and then just ran out of the building uh so that technically falls into the fourth lie and that is the end of it. But everything up to that point oh of him claiming that he killed somebody, then claiming that uh, he did it in self-defense, and then claiming, oh, it was all just a big ruse that he created to have a an angle in a, uh, you know, heretofore unnamed wrestling organization is all bloody true. So they haven't found anything in regards to that not yet but i mean again they may have more pressing priorities in the great state of georgia right now <laughs> uh and then following Fair up enough. a cold case as uh, you know trying to pin it on some rambling incoherent uh, ex-professional wrestler that is obviously suffering from emotional and physical trauma on a daily basis hey guys can i interject for just a moment you're more than welcome no to. so i've been really excited about something and you can probably hear Becky in the background here, but we've been like my sister Becky and I have been rewatching True Blood, and I stumbled onto something, and that's that Becky can do a better voice impression than Michael can. <laughs> that's so, not hard. So I was gonna, I was gonna have her real quick just say the line to you guys, so you Please. can hear that she can go deeper <gasps> than Michael. Come on in here, Becky. <sighs> <laughs> Hi. Hi, friends. Yep. So, can you feel my influence? <laughs> Still deeper than Michael's voice. Oh, most certainly. <laughs> Thanks, Beck. I love her. When can we replace Michael with Becky? <laughs> They've already tried replacing me with you. I, I'm a pot <laughs> on this podcast. You cannot get rid of me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Say, I he's he's to... paying for it, so unfortunately, we're stuck with him. <laughs> I didn't That's mean true. to deal with that. that. <laughs> but if you've ever I watched the, the show, I have the one paying to up, upload this to to wherever we upload it to, and I edit. So yeah, I was going to say, so part of the settlement is going to have to be very beefy to assuage his hurt ego. It's kind of Ooh-y. speaking on like you guys affecting my brain cells, mainly Michael, because the moment that that kind of shit happens, now I immediately think Michael couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> And often you're right. Ninety-nine percent of the time you're right. The other one percent you're just not paying attention. Yeah, thanks for letting me inter- interrupt uh, the the outro to that. I wasn't trying to diminish it, but I I was just thinking about it. I didn't want to didn't want to lose that moment. Don't blame it. Was it was a spicy take. It was great. We're also effectively done by the time that rolled out so Mm -hmm. uh yes feel free if you ever uh get a wild hair and you want to explore someone's uh rambling incoherent nonsense that isn't michael 
throw Marty Jannetty into uh, the good old tubes of you at some point and see what you come up with. Because sounds like something that will come Ooh. up in my YouTube poll for sure. I need Holy to try monkeys. and do a collab with him. <laughs> Who's Don't colon to are you starting with? Uh, my own, preferably, than him. Sorry, I'm selfish. I we j- <sighs> selfish bottom. Yes, I've heard that about you. Well, first he needs to come come before you can splurt splurt. Well, listen, holy shit, True. Michael, he didn't even give you the cake yet. <laughs> Wait till you get his extra crispy. I, I'm too impatient. I'm sorry. I, I, I also love the, lover. the laundry list of places he claims to have received calls, texts, and messages from. He basically named half the goddamn countries on the continent. And then one guy. from Canada. And one. Singular Crazy sensation. to believe. But I got one call from Canada. And the person asked, what's all this a boot? <laughs> it's a boot. Come. Well, I'm a boot to come. So <laughs> uh, thank you, ladies and germaphobes, for sitting through that nonsense. It is sincerely appreciated, as always. Uh, anything else that we would care to discuss before we officially nail the dismount for this sloppy little episode? Um, I know that you're going to mention it, but I think uh, crazy, stupid, insane love is is worth checking out. Agreed. Uh, it's been it's yeah, been buddy. semi semi fun, even though Courtney has some beef to. Well, Which actually, we will address if you tune then. in, I was going to say if you tune in this Wednesday, you'll hopefully there'll be a resolution to this this beef because mommy and daddy aren't talking anymore. Um, I'm sorry. I'm daddy. Uh, apparently, oh, there's a, you. wait. Apparently, there there's mi- God damn it, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> there is more beef than a Taco Bell menu on Ooh. this podcast right now. <laughs> more beef than that one guy from Velocipaster that Greg Courtney wants Cohen, to throat fuck slam. You. <laughs> you hear that, Greg Cohen? Fuck yourself. Can we do that like at the end as our like outro? We just do a like a fuck you to Greg. I'm Cohen? not fucking Greg. Okay, my boat doesn't ride on that side of the river. <laughs> but it's okay if he does. If it keeps you from being daddy, yes. <sighs> Courtney, you're obviously the daddy here. Obviously. Uh, and Michael, the mommy. Michael's already dead. It's my big dick energy. No, I'm the daddy that's not my daddy. It just overpowers Michael in all ways. So you're saying well, you're... Well, that's not hard. <laughs> not the mama. I understand that reference. Thank you. Well, <clears throat> boils and ghouls, ladies and germaphobes, podcasts and OnlyFans, we sincerely appreciate you being here. And as always, please give us a little love and support. If you dig what we do, rate and review. Get into them podcast channels and, uh, you know, comment. Go to the iTunes. It'll help us. We can do things and stuffs. But furthermore, if you need more of this, and oh, I know you are so grubbly greedy for content that you will do anything to get it, well, congratulations. We're giving it out for free three days a week, and you can find us twice on the Tubes of You, Wednesday and Friday morning, 10 a.m. Mountain Time. For all of your listening pleasures, we, of course, have our newest fan fiction, Crazy Stupid Insane Love, which features a lot of... uh, to Luchan, getting jiggy <laughs> with it, and it's, uh, Michael officially ruined me this week with the uh, sexy attempting to crawl across the floor on camera. 
So I'm I'm not ready. Uh, and uh, of course, Friday, we have a little decompression podcast that we throw up on the tubes of you, which is the disinformed after dark show where we talk about the episode proper, decompress a little bit and occasionally delve into a Chuck Klosterman hypothetical, which is not going to happen this week because Chuck is on a one week suspension for being an insensitive fuckwit. And I can say that here True. because it's a podcast. Yeah, Chuck needs to go get fucked. Yeah, he's in the no-no corner. Mm-mm. I don't trust anybody named Chuck. I'm just going to throw that out here right now, even though I love you, Mr. Palinick. But I wouldn't trust him. Nope, not as far as I could throw I don't, him. I wouldn't get a beer with him. I'd get a beard with him. I wouldn't take him bowling, dude. <laughs> wouldn't buy him fucking shoes. I'm not paying for his <laughs> I turn. I wouldn't sell him weed. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Okay. Uh... All right. Thank you all for being here. Please check us out anywhere you can. And also, just before we get gone, it's important for me to emphasize we have got social networks that you need to avoid. There is so much tumultuous nonsense taking place on them every week that you, for your better health, need to stay away from them. And let me tell you how. If you avoid Facebook.com slash disinformed podcast, I assure you, you'll sleep much better. If you're avoiding the tweets that may or may not be sent out from sort of filtered robotic automaton somewhere, you can avoid at disinformed pod because heavens knows that's just not healthy for anybody. And also on Instagram at disinformed podcast, you may want to avoid the slew of very interesting pictorial depictions of the craziness that occurs on this pod. You need to stay away because it's it's far too t- titillating for anybody who is mm. in the right mind. I find. Yes. For anyone who follows us on Instagram this week, I will personally send you Michael's address. So yeah, Hop our on. DMs and our inbox are always open to respond to Michael's address questions. Uh, Michael's Joke's on you. I don't live here. Michael's <laughs> brand new show is going to be called Burt's Bees Hurts Me. <laughs> I didn't know you could not, you shouldn't put it that place. That was terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm referring to edit the, that out. Uh, you're fine. I'm referring to the Africanized bees that are going to be sent to your home by at least five to ten of our listeners this week. The faceless, the faceless bees that are secretly living inside of your home? Indeed. Why do they need to be faceless? Because it makes them hurt more. They're dull, you twit. Anywho, (laughs) I think that is going to wrap it up in a crispy quesadilla shell for this very silly sloppy episode. Mr. Gennetti, we love you. (laughs) Killing good health and uh, try to keep it off of the internet if you can. But uh, for the Disinformed Podcast, I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. I'm Courtney. Winnie, so long and good night. So long and good night. I'm just kidding. I love you, baby girl. Please don't hurt me. <laughs>